everyone to another edition of Suplexes, Scores, and Save Points, your home for all things wrestling, sports, and video games. As always, I am Ryan. With me today, we got the full crew. We got all of us here with me is my older brother. He's here. He's been here a lot more consistently now. It's Nathan. <laughs> it's Friday. You know what that means wrestling yeah it's, it's wrestling it's suplexes time and with me again with us is i'm trying to think of an intro i can't think of one it's jeff <laughs> got a spoiler alert for everybody out there i am the risk taking pick making new and well two-time champion on the podcast that is right i won the aw full gear predictions ladies and gentlemen and that is just a fact of life and we will touch on that later tonight. And then we know maybe bring back punishments again. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff can do some good imitations. <laughs> um, that is right. Uh, we'll get to our full gear predictions uh, or pre- reactions and stuff a little bit later on. We're going to switch this up a little bit. We're going to start off. We usually don't start off the podcast with this, but we're going to start off the podcast with our Survivor Series predictions because we're on. Jeff's on kind of a crunch, uh, time crunch here. So we're going to get that out, and then Jeff's probably going to skedaddle on out of here as me and Nathan will finish this podcast. Champion prerogative, guys. Champion prerogative. I'm on that Brock Lesnar contract. (laughs) (laughs) Shows up for about 10 minutes and then gets out of here. (laughs) So we're going to go ahead and we're going to do our Survivor Series uh, picks. Even though we're all going to be honest, no one gives a flying crap about this pay-per-view. WWE doesn't care about it. The wrestlers don't care about it. The fans don't care about it. So we will, uh, yeah, we'll do that. Uh, we'll get to it. Here we go. Yay. Do they have any more wrestlers to be on the show? I don't know. They just fired a whole bunch more. Yeah, we'll get to that later on, too. Um, but let's start this off with there will be some bonus points on the line as well. We'll get to that in a little second. Uh, Let's start off with the tag team championship match, or not championship, uh, the tag team match as the Raw tag team champions, RK Bro, will take on the SmackDown tag team champions, the Usos. I just want to say that I completely hate champion versus champion matches. They're all stupid, and I hate it every time. They shouldn't do them on these pay-per-view, but here we are. Uh... Yeah, RK Bro versus the Usos. I don't even. Survivor Series is such a stupid pay per view to predict because nothing matters. So, what's the. So, this is going to be a toss up here. Um... Oh, yeah. A lot of these are going to be toss ups. But I think I'm going to go RK Bro in this one. Five points. Yeah. Uh, in case you didn't know, there are six matches on the card. If you didn't know how we do this, we pick a winner. We assign a point total to that winner. Most points wins. Because if we just did winners, we all could agree, and then we'd all be, you know, in the same boat. So, um, I'm going to tend to agree with Nathan. Um, Randy Orton is, like, one of the most, like, he doesn't lose at Survivor Series very often, which is really, like, it's like his wrestle. It's like his Undertaker streak. Uh, <laughs> he, like, very rarely loses. Um, so I'm going to agree with Nathan. I'm going to say RK Bro as well for four points. 
Yeah, and I hate to do it, guys. Um, and it's not really me being in conservative mode trying to retain my belt. It's me just, you know, spitting those facts of life. Uh, I think RK Bro is going to win as well. Um, I'm only going three points on it because I think the Roman Big E later in the night might have a different ending than some. Yeah. All right, let's do the Intercontinental, Intercontinental Champion, Shinsuke Nakamura, who, by the way, has defended the title one time since winning the title, versus United States Champion, Damian Priest. Hmm. The, I, Again, it's a toss-up. Shinsuke has not done a damn thing since being Intercontinental Champion. And Priest hasn't even been on the show, like, <laughs> in the last, like, two weeks, hardly. Yeah, so <laughs> this, this is the two mid card champions. I'll leave this one off, boys. Um, you know, my feelings on you know, both of these guys, I love them both, you know, one maybe more than another. Uh, but this is, I almost made this the lock of the night, but I refrained. I've got my boy Damien Priest going on with five points, uh, based off of they gave him this character change. I mean. He's got to go over. I mean, two weeks into the character difference. Yeah, I agree with you, Jeff. I think, uh, I think, I mean, Shinsuke, like Ryan said, has done nothing. And Damian Priest at least has something going on. And he's like the last guy that you like on this show on, on in wrestling right now in the interview. So I'm hoping they don't, I'm hoping they don't like, uh, you know, send him away too. Uh, I'm going Damian Priest three points. Um, you see, I'm trying to think of this logically, which I know you can't really do with a WWE pay-per-view, especially Survivor Series, because Survivor Series don't mean a damn thing. I'm trying to think of my picks, and because we're going to have bonus points at the end. Um, I, I, I think they're going to go Shinsuke here. <laughs> why? Don't ask me, because I, I could not even explain why I think they're going to go with Shinsuke. This is just me. My- <laughs> This is just my WWE being <laughs> stupid theory here that they're just going to fucking put Shinsuke over even though he ain't done anything and Priest is on a roll, which they seem to do where, like, they have these champion versus champion matches and one of them's doing better. They'll just have him lose because that's just, you know, that's what they like to do. So I'm going to go Shinsuke for four points. All right, let's do one of the first uh, one of the first Survivor Series matches on this night. We'll do the women's one first. Uh, it'll be Team Raw, which is Bianca Belair, Rhea Ripley, Liv Morgan, Carmella, and Zelina Vega. What the? Okay. Which, by the way, all of them were on SmackDown last week or before the draft, <laughs> besides Rhea Ripley. Versus Team SmackDown, which is Sasha Banks, Shotzi, Shayna Baszler, Natalia, and just announced today, Tony Storm. Mm. These are going to be my one and twos. I'm going to tell you right now. <laughs> These two tomorrow series matches are going to be my one and two points because uh, I'm going to – I'll start it off. I'm going to say Team SmackDown is going to get the win here uh, for two points because of Sasha and Tony and Shayna. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I don't know, man. It seems like all the chicks that they're pushing are on the raw side. Like Tony and Shayna. Did you really just say Tony? She's on the show. She challenged Charlotte. She is not getting pushed at all. Anyway, okay. 
I'm going, I'm going team raw two points. Yeah, I'm uh I'm following the exact suit Nathan has. Uh team raw two points. Um, I think there's just too many big hitters on that team for them to lose and do it convincingly. But like Ryan said, it is WWE. They can care uh, care less about anything. So did you say two points as well, Jeff? Yeah. Okay. That's what I'm sure. Uh let's stick. No, okay, real quick. Hey, Nathan. <laughs> hey, buddy. Okay, go watch your show. Uh, let's do. Let's stick with the women theme, which is do the women's champions match. Charlotte Flair versus Becky Lynch. SmackDown. Charlotte is SmackDown champion. Raw is Becky is Raw's champion. This could be interesting. <laughs> this match could be a match that I don't know what could happen here. Uh, Becky's come out flat out and said she doesn't trust Charlotte. I don't even know. If, again, they could be blurring the lines here. And, you know, playing off that report and just saying that they don't trust each other, they don't like each other. I have no idea if it's real or not. Um, but it is interesting, as interesting as you can get with a champion versus champion match. Yeah. I mean, they're trying to make some sort of storyline out of this, but who really cares? <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, so I'm going a little off the wall here. I'm not sure how I can do it, but I'm going. Uh, I'm going with no winner. Going no contest. Going. Uh, I'm going to say either double. Uh, either it's either be a double disqualification or double count out. Uh, no winner for one point. Okay, I guess you can do that. I, <laughs> I guess we I don't see it. I don't if if there is legitimate beef and they really can't get along and they're gonna make them do I, I don't see how it's gonna work where one of them will win over the other one without them like going ballistic. So <laughs> well uh Nathan's pick just uh made my first ever scribbles on my papers, guys, making these predictions. I actually took away one of my one of my predictions. Um but until he said that, I did have Becky Lynch as my lock at six points but after he did that this is me playing a little title defense mode um, <laughs> i am gonna have a winner though so i'm not falling in completely uh, i'm putting becky lynch for four points again i'm gonna have to disagree um i'm gonna say uh you know i just realized they're having an even number of matches. They could have no fucking winner on this show for the brand. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for the, yeah. The fucking hell. <laughs> they, they should add, like, a seventh match just to make, like, a best of seven. Um, I'm going the other way. I'm going to say Charlotte's going to win because Charlotte wins. It's, um, I think they've already pissed her off enough that they're going to try to keep her a little bit happy. Uh, I think uh, I think this match might decide the winner of the belt. Yeah, I'm going to say Charlotte for five. Woo. All right. Oh, shit. But, I mean, Becky Lynch has as much praise in the back as it's been reported. Well, I expect her to win. Yeah. But. I mean, again, Nathan's oh. fucking theory. Nathan's theory could be 100% plausible, and this match goes to a no contest, and that's how they decide the winner because one match had no winner. Like, Nathan, well. I hate your genius brain. <laughs> All right, let's do the men's Survivor Series match. 
Okay. <laughs> Team Raw is Seth Rollins, Finn Balor, Kevin Owens, Austin Theory, and Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley was the only one who was on Raw a month ago. Versus Team SmackDown, Drew McIntyre, Xavier Woods, Jeff Hardy, Happy Corbin, and Sheamus. With Happy Corbin being the only one who was on SmackDown a month ago. <sighs> yeah, this one's... You know, really, these teams are pretty lopsided. Yeah, the, the Raw team's pretty stacked. I mean, you got Rollins, Finn, Owens, and Lashley. That's Yeah. You got four former champions on that freaking show. <laughs> well, I guess Finn hasn't won the... Yeah, he does. Never mind. I think I... Smackdown, you got Drew. I think I effed up on my points here, Ryan. What do I got left? Six and five? Six and four? Six and four? Oh, crap. You did no contest, man. So you got to put four or six points on this bad boy. (laughs) All right. Oh, man. Jeff, I'm uh, going to let you start off with this one. Yeah. Um... I'm only going to use one point on this because I follow the mantra with these Survivor Series predictions that you have, Ryan, one or two points for those matches. Uh, the bonus points bonus points is where it might come into play a little yep. better when we get into those. Yep. But I got to go with my same philosophy as the women's match. Team Raw. I mean, they're going to win. I got one point on them. There's just too many big hitters to plausibly have them lose. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and go next because I'm 100% with Jeff on this one. I think Team Raw takes this one. I, I There's no way with the amount of star power they have on the Raw team that they, they have them lose. I just don't see it happening. Yeah. Um, I don't know if, if all my predictions come true, uh, Raw would kind of sweep here almost yeah <laughs> you know i don't know i kind of like it i kind of like it i'm going i'm going raw four points because i i, I got a theory yeah you got raw sweeping um i've got right a now. theory too and it ain't no austin <laughs> i am gonna i think i'm gonna end up with a tie here <laughs> now three well, yeah, I'm going to end up with a fucking tie. <laughs> All right, the main event, WWE Champion Ro- Big E versus Universal Champion Roman Reigns. I will, I'm not going to lie, this could be a pretty good match. Um, but again, it's champion versus champion, and I hate it. So I'll start this one out, too, if you fellas want. Oh, that's cool. Yep. So you guys can kind of weigh your opinions off of what I say here. Um, I feel like in this... Roman Reigns is going to win. He's my lock of the night, six points. I'm going to get that off my chest right off the bat. And the reason I think that is because the Usos are going to lose, which will cause tension between them like they've been teasing. And Roman will be the only guy. Damn it. From <laughs> Is that what you were thinking? The only guy from SmackDown to win? Yes. <laughs> well, me and Nathan think alike, you know. It's <laughs> You guys are literally, yeah, you guys literally are going SmackDown wins one match, both of you. You guys have mm-hmm. both did the exact same strategy. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and I went the complete opposite way, not even thinking that I was going to do a tie. No wonder me and Nate only scored like two points difference at the full gear predictions. <laughs> you guys' brains are so similar. <laughs> problem, problem with this theory, though, is they did this last year. Yeah, they did the exact same thing last year. 
Who was the who was the one guy that won? Wasn't it Seth Reigns Rollins? again? No. No. Didn't he win last year? No, it was it was Ah, screw it. It's WWE. They don't make sense. So why not That's do it true. two years in a row? Nah, good point. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going. I'm, I'm going Roman six points. <laughs> I mean, they get, they made Walter job out in the NXT versus Raw versus SmackDown match to Drew. So I mean, what the hell? Yeah. Yeah. All right, Ryan, what you got? Yeah, Roman Reigns was the only one from SmackDown to win last year, too. Oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, Sasha Banks won. Um, I'm, I'm, I was stalling. I'm doing the same. So it's Roman Reigns for six. <laughs> it's, you can't – you really can't bet against Reigns right now. It's, Man, it's, it's going to come down to Becky and Charlotte. Uh, yeah, it was, or the, the mid-card title. Because I went different there, too. All right, let's do some bonus points. We got a couple what we can do here. If you want to do all of them, we can do that. I, I can't qualify. I guess the only way I can qualify for one of them is if they tie. So yeah. <laughs> I guess we know your bonus points of yeah, which yeah, brand is winning. <laughs> we know we know where you guys are going for which brand is winning. Um, yeah. I've got a tie. <laughs> Nathan's got smacked raw. And Jeff's got raw. Okay. So now let's do a bonus point for each Survivor Series match. Do you get a point for each winner, you, each sole Survivor you get, or do you have to get all of them right to get the point? Mm. Since there's only six matches. Uh, Jeff's a champion. He, he chooses. All right, Jeff. So do you want to do it? You get a point for each sole Survivor you get right, or do you have to get the entire all of them right to get a point? You know, I like that, you know, kind of giving a champion's advantage, like the champion yeah. gets to use. That's actually a really smart thinking, guys. Um, and get something this one, because of how this show is and because of how WWE is right now, I think this might be, it might sound like the harder route, but I think it might be the easier. Choose you have to get all the survivors right. Ooh. It sounds harder, but I think that it might be easier the way WWE has been. Ooh. All right. Okay. Now I got to remember who I picked. Okay. So let's do the women's match first. So I picked the SmackDown, and you guys both went raw. Yeah. So I well, will go. Well, hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. I, I guess can I make an amendment to that? <laughs> yeah. I, I want to say it's kind of a two-parter, but it's still worth like one point. You put the number of how many soul survivors there will be and then the people they will be. If you get one of the two right, you still get the point. So if you get if there's three left and you say there's gonna be three, you still get a point and then you if extra you points. so you get two points, you can get two points total. Yes, yeah. I kinda so like, like it. Yeah. I kinda like right. it. Okay. So soul survivors for the women. I'm gonna say for the women. Why did I go SmackDown? <laughs> what was I thinking? Only way I can see SmackDown doing it is if like Sasha's the lone survivor. And I say it's going to be Sasha. There's going to be two sole survivors. There's, it's going to be Sasha and Tony. No, oh, that's a bad idea. Tony's getting yeah. a title opportunity, Nathan. 
They got to push Tony's her gonna, at some point. She's going to get squashed. They got to push her, though. She's getting a title match against Charlotte. They got to do something with her. <laughs> All right, Nathan, you go. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go Team Raw. Uh, Soul Survivors is going to be... Hmm. Why did I pick SmackDown? I think it's going to be one. One, and it's going to be Bianca. Yeah, that fits her character, too. Yeah, that fits. That makes sense. All right, Jeff, what you got? So, I got two people being the survivors of Team Raw. Uh, I agree with Nathan. One will be Bianca. But the second one is going to be Liv Morgan. Yeah. Yeah, she's getting a push too. Or she should Just based on the premise that you can't build her up to face Becky Lynch and have her be the first well, one to fucking eliminate. That's what I thought with Tony. If she's going to get a shot at Charlotte, she's got to fucking get something. All right. right. Let's do the men's side. Since I started, I will go last this time. So one of you two can start this one off. I'll let Jeff start. Okay. Yeah, so on this, uh, you know, obviously I go Team Raw because that's what we we chose there. Um, Yeah, we all went to the same there. I think – shit, man, that's tough. (laughs) because <laughs> Finn all right let's process elimination Finn he's going to be eliminated Kevin Owens he's going to be eliminated and then who does that leave Austin Austin Theory Lashley and Rollins Theory going to be eliminated uh, so I'm going yeah I'm going to go two again because I mean I'm taking I'm at a 50-50 shot to get one of the two right um and I'm going to go Rollins and Lashley. All right. Nathan, who you got? <laughs> All right. So, I'll Team Raw, obviously. Uh, but I'm going four. Do you think the one person going to get rid of his theory? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm, I'm going to go a little crazy here. Obviously, I got to go Team Raw. I think there's going to be three. And I'm in a little bit of agreement with Jeff. I think it's going to be Rollins. I think it's going to be Lashley, but I think it's also going to be Theory. Uh-huh. I, he's on a little bit of What's a roll he here. Like hide outside the ring? He's on a little bit of a roll here. Obviously, Vince likes him. They're pushing him a little bit. I don't know. I just think uh, I think he's gonna I think he's gonna survive it somehow. He might. He'll pin like Xavier or something. Who knows? This paper doesn't mean shit. <laughs> All right. Fuck it. Theory's going to roll up Drew McIntyre. Probably. I mean, it's fucking Survivor Series. I mean, McIntyre pinned Walter a freaking one pin last time. So, not one year. So, <laughs> man, that was one of the best Survivor Series, though, was having NXT involved because NXT was hot during that one. Yeah. And yeah. now look at him. <laughs> Yeah, half of them aren't even with the company anymore. <laughs> uh, I think that might be all. Of it. So we got a total of three potential or one, two, three, four, five potential uh, bonus points on the line. So all right. 
we could have some uh, some major shakeups with we get those right. So that could be interesting. And if they tie, it's going to be so fucking disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Unless they add a match, like tonight, <laughs> that would be the only way they can change this up. And I don't see them doing it unless it's just a random freaking battle royal or some shit. Yeah. Which they usually do have one of those. Yeah. Well, who's going to be in it? <laughs> yeah. They got rid of everybody. All right. So let's move on since Survivor Series is done. Let's let's do a little bit of news and then we'll get into the all the results. Um, obviously, if you if you if you if you're a wrestling fan, you know that Tony released more people yesterday. <sighs> yeah, <laughs> eight, I'm gonna stick around for this bit. Um, eight <laughs> eight more people were released yesterday. Those released were Jackson Riker, who we probably he hadn't done anything so. Uh, Shane Thorne, who I actually mentioned last time on the last releases, I was surprised wasn't released. Uh, Drake Maverick, the entire hit row, Tegan Knox, and John Morrison. How did okay, Morrison? All right, whatever, because I mean, his wife got released, but hit row, man, hit row. They're probably the most notable release out of this group. It makes no sense to me. Yeah, I, I told Ryan earlier when we were talking. I think I, I, I heard that uh, they kind of uh, went to Vince. At least one of them did. It sure. was Top Dollar. Top Dollar was very vocal. Um, yeah, and uh, I, I don't know if all three of them did or not, but definitely Top Dollar did. Went go it went into Vince's office and complained about. Uh, BFAB getting fired, and not so soon after that, they all got fired. I don't know if that was the reason, but uh, he he was very vocal, not only about BFAB, but very vocal just defending himself because I guess a lot of people thought that he, I don't know, didn't have the right attitude or wasn't going to make it or whatever. Um, so he uh, decided to, yeah, yeah. I just don't see how you how you can do that i mean but here's a question that it begs is this hurting wrestling them doing this not because they're giving their competition good talent they're get there's too much good talent there's too many good wrestlers out there not all of them are going to be on shows not all of them are going to get tv time so is it in a way hurting wrestling oh it, it definitely isn't it's and it was from the beginning, when they started hoarding all this talent, you know, they're signing all these people that could have been at the top of other promotions. Instead, they're in the mid card or lower in WWE, and now, now they're just out there. Uh, yeah, and, the, and there's still some of them that got released that still haven't got signed. Like they still haven't gone anywhere. There are no compete clauses up, and they still haven't got signed. So, well, yeah, that's that, definitely. That, I mean. Yeah, I understand that. And you're, you're right on that, Nathan. And then, you know, us in the group chat, we were talking about, you know, and this kind of hit, hits on your guys' gaming part of the podcast. But what does it do to the video game? Oh, like, yeah. I mean, I we were sharing screen. I was sharing screenshots with everyone in the group chat. For those of you who don't know, um, you know, people that were in this game, like that are in the trailer for the game, like, Nia Jax's shirt. There's a Karrion Cross shirt in the crowd. There's 
Buddy Murphy's character in the background, as Ryan pointed out. Yeah. So it's, what do you do? Because at this point, you can't take those people out of the game. Yeah. Like, it's too late. The this game comes be, out in like two and a half months. The game will be one of the most outdated games um, in history. Yeah. But all uh, breaking news out of SmackDown. Uh, we don't watching. <laughs> um, but there will be, as I just mentioned, there will be a Battle Royal at Survivor Series, a 25-man Battle Royal to commemorate The Rock's 25-year anniversary on the show. Oh, my God. But the only time... The Reginald only, wins. The, uh, yeah. The only, uh, the only time they even, you know, mention their history is when it has something to do, like, with The Rock or The Undertaker. They don't care about anything else. Yeah. Uh, do you want to hear the breakdown right now of how many people WWE have right now currently? So, sure. Raw has 43 wrestlers. SmackDown has 36. NXT has 62. That'll go down in about 20 people late here soon. NXT UK has 43. Uh, there's 22 people at the Performance Center. There are five on 205 Live. And there are six people not assigned to a roster. That is, that's everybody they got. That's, that's mm. but yeah. So again, more, more releases. Um, I was honestly really surprised by Tegan Knox. I mean, she fucking tore her ACL twice in this company and fought yeah, back she, well, and then the releaser. And well, you know who brought her back though? Triple H. He brought her back both times. They took care of her knees. They, they, they made sure she was completely ready whenever she came back. And then now she's on the main roster. Triple H can't help her, and she's gone. I mean, Michael Cole was a – you think – I know Michael Cole probably has no pull in that company, but he was a huge fan of Tegan Knox. Yeah. And you would think Vince would listen to, I don't know, the fucking announcers, the ones who are calling the show and the ones that actually care. But WWE's going downhill, man, and it's more evident than ever right now. Mm-hmm. I agree. So here's the thing, and everyone says that, and I'm a hundred percent think it could happen. I just you look at the ratings, and yes, I know a million people, 1.4 is not a lot compared to what it used to be, but it's still the number one show on fucking the USA. It's still the number yeah. one show on Fox. And as long as they continue to keep doing that, which they fired all these people, and SmackDown's still getting 2.4, two-point ratings every freaking day, it's it, Tribute to the Troops, which was a one-hour taped show, got two million viewers. I just don't see it changing. That's why Vince doesn't listen. And it's that's exactly. As long as they keep getting good ratings and they keep making a million, billion dollars, Vince isn't going to give a shit. The only way to make Vince listen is to hit him in the pocketbook. And as long as the ratings keep happening... Uh, Like I said, man, they keep letting all these people go and they keep getting this bad PR. (laughs) I'm telling you, it gets to the public. If it gets out to the public that they're letting all these people go, you know, and and this bad PR hits the general public, people are going to quit watching. And when they quit watching, whenever they're all this money that they have is from these TV deals right now. And those TV deals ain't going to be there next when they have to renew them if all these people quit watching. Or True. if they get, the, or if the, even if the people are watching, if this bad press is against them, are SmackDown or are uh, USA and Fox going to want that bad PR coming with them? You know, they got they might have a lot of baggage with them come next time these TV deals are up. 
Yep. Yeah. But uh yeah. Um <laughs> crazy. It's it's nuts. It's just it's John Morrison and Taya Valkyrie. Like a I, I they lived in California and they moved to Florida so she could be on NXT. Yep. And that wasn't that long ago. They packed up everything and moved there. And then they just I don't, they release her. And and like like I was telling Ryan, Jeff, it's like, you know, John Morrison had been in that company before for a long time. And so you know they reached out to him to sign him. He didn't reach out to them. Well, you know that. They yeah. And so to have like you would think they would have assured him, you know, that okay, yeah, we'll hire your wife and uh yeah. But then they just let him go. I mean, come on. Have a little, yeah. have a little respect for people that you know, come back to your company that you kind of crapped on the last time they were there. (laughs) I think this is, you know, I think this is just burning bridges and it's burning bridges that the people that they're releasing and doing like this aren't going to come back like cross unless triple H running is running the roost. He's not coming back. Mm -mm. Scarlet coming back unless triple H is there. A lot of these guys won't come back unless triple H is running it. But the thing is, that's not going to happen in all honesty until Vince McMahon dies. That's yeah. the realistic truth. And even then, yeah. we don't know because who yeah. knows who's going to be running it after that. But, oh, uh, God. Freaking, freaking uh, Colin. Uh, yeah. We talked about it last week. We've talked about it before. I don't see Triple H getting it anymore. I, it's going to be – it's either going to be Nick Khan. Or it's gonna be fucking Bruce Pritchard and fucking people power. Those motherfucking dudes. <laughs> and and they're Vince 2.0. They're they they they're just up Vince's ass so much that it doesn't. Here's a twist. What if it's Paul Heyman? What if Paul Heyman? <laughs> There's no fucking way, that? dude. There is no fucking way, man. Hey, where there's a will, there's a way, damn it. If Paul Heyman would take over WWE, that would do a full 180. <laughs> Even if Triple what H about, took over, it would change. What about uh? Do you think Triple H would ever leave if he was able? Yes. I don't think so. I don't think. I think he would leave, but I don't think he'd go do anything else. I think he may step I, away from the company, but I don't see him going to an. I, I think wrestling's his life, Ryan. I almost could see him. I mean, think about he's the one that signed all these people, and they're all still going to be out there. I could almost see him just going out and starting his own promotion. And He could. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe they, maybe they call it like degeneration pro wrestling. <laughs> Dude, him and Sean. Imagine him and Sean owning a promotion. Yeah. It'd be basically like how NXT was. Great talent getting showcased. Probably wouldn't be just an hour show. It'd probably be a three-hour show. Hell, if Man. I if, if he could get out of his contract and leave, if I was uh, Sinclair, I would just have him come and run ROH. Yeah. Like, let's rebrand this thing and get it going. And he'll take his theme song with him. That's the cool part because, you know, Metalingus <laughs> is the one that made it and there's no exclusive rights to it. So right. other, so it's a free copyrighted song. So, dude, can you imagine, this would never happen, this is fantasy booking, but if Punk's like doing his thing in AEW, talking shit, and how they have an, how they did have a real life conflict, you just hear freaking like 
it's time to play the game or something in the AEW thing and Triple H walks out. <laughs> Dude, I would mark out, even though that's never going to happen, but it'd be pretty cool. Yeah. The thing you got to look at it is if you're a young wrestler right now, say you're, you know, 18, 19, 20, 21, you're getting into the business, you're getting a name for yourself, and you had an offer on the table from WWE and an offer from the table from AEW. AEW. All day. I, and that, yeah. that's just because if you're not on Dynamite or if you're not not on uh, Rampage, you're going to be on AW Dark. So you're still going to get a wrestle. You're not just going to be sitting in catering. Yeah. The thing is, you might make more money eventually in WWE. I doubt it because you only get six months to prove yourself. Well, let's say, let's say you get through the NXT system. You get those six months. There's a chance you can make more money. You can make a pretty good contract. You get maybe be in a WrestleMania. It's a good payday. But then there's a chance you can get fired. You go to AEW, yeah, you know, you may not get booked right. You may not, you know, get to wrestle all the time. But you'll be on, like Jeff said, you'll be on Dark. You'll be on Elevation. I'm not a huge AEW fan, but I think if you have the opportunity between the two, you would be stupid to turn well, down. I mean – Right now, if you look at it, I mean, the way that WWE is doing it, Ryan, none of these young wrestlers are going to have that opportunity because they only want, yeah, they only want guys that don't want to wrestle. They want these athletes that have no idea what wrestling is. And I don't understand that philosophy. I listened to Aria Davari. He was on Renee Young's podcast, and I just don't understand the philosophy that they, like he was, he was saying, he's like, I don't understand why they don't want people who are wrestlers that love the business, that want to be there, that do everything they can. Why do you not want that? Why do you want some muscle-headed freak who is doing it for the money? Yeah. I, that, that's the wrong mindset. That's like it's any because they can. It's because those guys, they can book the way they want, and they're not going to argue about it because they don't know how wrestling is. They and don't know they how it works. they can tell them what to do. Yeah, they can tell them, we don't want you doing this in a match. We don't want you doing this in a match. Yeah, that's what it is. It's, and it's ridiculous. It, it is. And plus, you know, they're, they're not re- at Tony or not Tony Khan, whatever the other Khan's name is. The real uh, con artist. Yeah. Uh, he even said that they're not, he goes, we're not wrestling anymore. We're not sports entertainment anymore. We're a content producing company. They produce content. Yeah. Whatever the freak that I means. Kicking nuts. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you heard Stephanie, they're Marvel now. They're not a wrestling yeah. company. They're, they're, their wrestlers are their own brand, except when they get fired and then they can't use that brand anymore. But, you know, if you like Marvel <laughs> yeah, firing Keith Spider-Man. Lee's lucky he trademarked his name. It'd yeah, be, absolutely. It'd be, like, it'd be like Marvel firing Spider-Man. He shows up in a DC comic nine yeah. days later. All <laughs> right. Well, guys, <laughs> well, guys, I mean, I'll tell you what. I, I'm going yeah, to jump off here and because uh, I got some things to pertain to. But also – because this conversation's bringing up some cross memories and it's <laughs> hit me in the feels, man. All right, I'm starting to think about that ugly ass freaking helmet. But uh, <laughs> it's, I tell you, but it's gonna be. I think once it gets all ironed out, I really do see a new promotion coming along that'll swoop these people up. Uh, whether it's someone bailing Sinclair out or a completely new company, I think it'll be pretty cool. Um, yeah. It just got announced today. Cross has a match with Flip Gordon coming up in February. So it's uh, Blake Christian's in a match with Will Ospreay. So it's going to be some good matches, good fantasy bookings before too long. Yeah. Yeah. But on that note, goodbye. Good night. 
and see you guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, Ryan, let's uh let's get into full gear here, Ryan. We had a full gear pay-per-view which Je- uh Jeff won his title back. Yeah. Um there was some good things, there was some stuff that I actually liked about this show and then there was some stuff that I was not crazy about. Yeah, let's talk about the good things first. Uh MJF started this pay-per-view off with Darby Allen and it was an old school wrestling match, Ryan. Very very good. Uh this was yeah, this was old school. This was as old school as it gets, uh, and it was very good. Uh, MJF cheated to win uh, using the ring. That's the one thing I didn't like. The ring gimmick's getting kind of old. Yeah. I will say that. Other than that, though, this match was great, and I had no problem. I mean, how long did William Regal use those bare, uh, brass knuckles, though? Yeah, but a brass knuckles, at least, it's a ring. <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, but that's the one thing I didn't like about this match. Other than that, this was a great match. Good way to kick off the show. Like, it really, you know, good wrestling kicking it off. Uh, we led into the AEW World Tag Team title match. Uh, the Lucha Brothers versus FTR. Yeah, this was a this was a decent match until uh, Dax Harwood got hurt. Uh, yeah. he, he apparently concussed himself uh, about halfway into this match. Somehow he finished the match. Yeah. I don't know how. So this was supposed but, to be uh, a different ending. Um, it yeah. came out. It was supposed to be a different ending uh, where the wrong man was supposed to get pinned, which they did. But they did it, still do that. It didn't come off the way I think they wanted it to. Well, and, they wanted both of them to have the masks on. Yeah. And and they didn't know who not. to pin. Yeah, and they didn't know who to pin. And yeah. then they'd take the masks off, and then they'd be like, oh, crap, it, I pinned the wrong guy. Yeah, and then but, they were supposed to complain to the ref, and, and the only yeah. ones complaining was supposedly – I mean, the, the announcer said that Tolly Blanchard and Cash were complaining, but they never showed that they were actually complaining. So I don't think no. they actually did. <laughs> no, but it still works. I it mean, it, it still it, works because now it, they can have an excuse to get a rematch because yes. the wrong guy got pinned. Yes. Um, it was an okay match. Uh, let's get into it here. We had uh, we had this Jericho debacle. This was a this was a cluster. Uh, I told you it was going to be. It was not cinematic, yeah. which. Nope, one cinematic. You're wrong about that. Right, it was wrong. all in. It was all in the arena. Uh, it was all around ringside too. They didn't go into the back. Yeah, it was weird. Uh, you had a lot of crazy stuff happen. A lot of crazy bumps. You had Sammy Guevara do the Jeff Hardy Swanton off a giant ladder. It looked exactly the same. Yeah. Except it looked way worse. Like it looked like it hurt a lot more. Yeah. But uh, in the end, Jericho won with a frog splash on uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Dan Lambert. Dan Lambert, yeah. Little Eddie Guerrero tributes. Yeah, there, there was a lot of Guerrero tributes since this was the anniversary of his death in the same city. So, yeah. Uh, so there you go. So Jericho won. So I wasn't expect. I I kind of expected it, but I yeah. I thought maybe I don't know. I was I thought they'd go with top team, but you know, um, another good match. Danielson and Miro had a very good match. Um, this was hard hitting. This was great. They played um, into Miro's bad neck in the end here with a big DDT kind of ending him. Yeah. And he walked him into submission hold and got the win. Yeah. I like how Brian Danielson uh, wins with different moves all the time. It's a, it's a different submission hold every match. It's great. And I love his new way of doing Well, I guess not anymore doing the yes chant. But <laughs> the way he does it, he just does this. Now. Yeah. Puts his hands to the side and does this. 
I'm like, it's like uh, he said he was never going to do it, which he's going to keep his word, but he can still get the crowd to say yes. He's just going to do like this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not the same. <laughs> um, the 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 falls kind of anywhere six man match was what it was. It's a young bucks match. You expect it to be a cluster. Of, they did the thumbtacks in the mouth again. I'm tired of that. I'm tired of putting thumbtacks on ring gear. I'm tired of it. I I don't like yeah. that gimmick anymore. Uh, they did a uh, triple knee with thumbtacks. Didn't move the only thing that was really unpredictable about this match was the ending, because I did not see. Because yeah. they, you know, Jungle, the Jurassic Express and Christian were getting the better of the Young Bucks at every twist and turn in yep. this feud. Yep. And so I did not expect them to win. And they did with Jungle Boy doing a concerto to Matt Jackson. Yeah. I mean, they didn't look too hurt on Dynamite, though. I mean, they were there. So, yeah, they were limping and, you know. Um, yeah. Uh, Cody Rhodes and Pac beat Black and Andrade. That was stupid and shocking and shouldn't have happened. That match sucked. Uh, speaking of matches that sucked, uh, Dr. Britt Baker and Ty. It wouldn't suck, but it was not not as not good. Ty does too much overacting. Yeah. Um, this was in a bad spot of the card, too, uh, when yeah. it happened. The crowd was really hyped, and this was kind of a cool-down match. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it went a little long. It was like, I mean, it was only 15 minutes, but it, it should have been about 10. 15 minutes is quite a bit yeah. whenever, you know, that's yeah, a long it, match. It was a long match. Should have knocked it down a little bit. And I still, I'm still not sold on Brit. I'm just still not sold on her being great. You've got to be in there with the right people. And that's not a good. That's not. You're not great if you can't have a great match with everybody. Yeah. I mean, Bret Hart, Ric Flair could have a match, great, great match with anybody. I'm not saying she's yeah. on the level. I mean, Bret Hart had a great match with a Skinner. I mean, come on. <laughs> the Skinner. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Punk and Kingston was very good. It over exceeded my expectations. I didn't expect oh. much out of the match itself. No, that was a great match. I mean, it's great. It was great storytelling, is what it was. Yeah, uh, Punk did a good uh, tribute to John Cena, which was great. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Cena Punk beat Kingston. Very good match. Again, I didn't expect much out of the match itself, but it was very good. Um, and then uh, the main event, obviously, Page and Omega. Omega worked this match with apparently a slew of injuries. Yeah. Um, to which he's going to have surgery and will be gone for a while. So, well deserved. Well deserved. He kind of yes. put this company on his back for like a year. Um, it wasn't great, and I mostly because Omega was injured and he couldn't really use one arm. <laughs> so, <Yeah. laughs> it wasn't a fantastic five star, six star match, but it was good enough, and it is the culmination of the Hangman storyline. Which say what you want. They did a year storyline in this company. Technically, about two years. Technically, this has been since the beginning of the company, like two years. Yeah, this has been, you know, the ever arching storyline for since birth of this company was Adam Page's road to the championship. So, uh, very, and I, you know, you, everyone listening, you know my th- thoughts on AEW, but this was a very fun pay per view. Um, this was really, really good. And I had, other than the few matches that were pretty down, I don't like four and then they, interviews, but, you know. And out of nowhere, you had an announcement of Jay Lethal joining. Yeah, he just showed up. Uh, <laughs> okay. I expect more of that to come, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, they said that they said that, uh, that the Briscoes were seen 
backstage. So yeah, um, so I expect more of the uh, AEW or ROH people to be signed elsewhere. And by elsewhere, I mean AEW because they're not going to WWE. <laughs> yeah. Maybe Impact. Maybe. Um, speaking of WWE, do you even care? Does anyone no, listen? I mean, do you even care if we talk about Raw and SmackDown? I say we just breeze through them, my friend. Um, well, Raw was nothing. Uh, they had, it really was. They had some decent matches. Kevin Owens and Finn Balor had a good match. Um, and then the only thing that happened was Lashley beating Ray and then Adam Pearce turning heel, I guess, and replacing Ray yeah. with uh, Austin Theory, who last week, this is my only gripe with it. Well, I have a lot of gripes, but this is the main one for me. Last week, Adam Pearce came out and said, we only want world champions on this show, on the team. So I don't know if Dominic can make the cut. Yeah. So then we're going to replace a world champion in Rey Mysterio with Austin Theory. Who has never won a title. Makes sense. <laughs> Other than that, uh, yeah, there it, it was raw. It was the same 10 people you see every week. And that was it. You know? Yeah. That's, uh, that was raw. And NXT, I don't know what they're going to do with this show, but it is going downhill very quickly. And yes, I liked it at first. I was high on the NXT 2.0 train. I was, I All liked you need it. To, and it. <sighs> All you need to say about this week's NXT was 15 minute poker segment. On a wrestling show. Yeah. Um, I don't know. This was, yeah, they had a 15-minute poker segment, which was terrible. Von Wagner was back on the show, so who knows if he's even, I don't know what they're doing with him. Uh, Persia looked good. She beat two people by herself, so I guess that's something. <laughs> and there you go. The only good thing about this show was Tommaso Ciampa doing a Scott Steiner uh, math Shot out saying you you have a thirty three and a third chance of beating me. That was the only uh, good part about this show. Um, yeah, yes, NXT was just the, the... yeah, it was pathetic. Uh, <laughs> no, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. it yeah, they're pathetic. going downhill quick. Um, I don't know how they're going to change it. I don't know what you do to make it better. By going TV 14, Ryan, to yeah. get those people back that they lost. Ah. Um, let's go to Dynamite. Some stuff happened on this show that are of note. Um, the first one being Daniel Bryan's a heel now. Yeah, kind of. I think he's he. I think he knew he had to do some heel stuff because having hangman page and brian be face versus face was gonna like how, wh- what do you do with that you know so you can, brian was like one yeah. of us has to go a little heel yeah. so yeah he called out the dark order saying they were you know a bunch of punks he called out hangman page saying he wished he was fighting kenny omega instead yeah. and then he also called out kenny omega saying you're not gonna fight a guy that's dressed as a ghostbuster yeah he kind of called out all of it and, he also uh, said that uh, after I won a title, I wrestled the next night. Speaking of when he ran the title at WrestleMania, I came out. Said, and, I came he even out and said WrestleMania on this show, yeah. and the crowd lost their shit. So, yeah, that was the like the biggest heel heat ever was him mentioning WrestleMania. I know um, it was Daniel. It's Brian Danielson. Like he's <laughs> the crowd favorite, and they were all booing him. Yeah, 
Uh, so that led to Daniel Bryan, Bryan Danielson, which JR called him Daniel Bryan about 16 times during this match. It was, <laughs> and during a full year, he just kept saying Daniel Bryan. <laughs> yeah. Um, Bryan uh, Danielson, uh, this match went a little too long for me. Yeah. And evil Uno, but it was good. He destroyed Uno, and then he said he's going to take out every single member of the Dark Order, and that starts with and he's going to take out Colt Cabana next week in Chicago. Yeah. He's my new favorite person because he's going to take out the entire Dark Order. <laughs> and I think I may have said Dark Order and didn't even mean to. I think I've got it in my brain that that is their name. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, we had Ishii make his debut on the show by teaming with Orange whatever. Cassidy. It was whatever. Stupid. Um, yeah. Uh, Nyla Rose moved on in the TBS championship tournament, which I assume she's probably gonna win the goddamn thing. Um, and then we had probably the most newsworthy thing Jake, Car- Jake Carhill might win it, uh, maybe. Um, we had the most newsworthy thing we're gonna have an MJFC and Punk feud. I know that was crazy. I didn't expect that. I didn't think Punk would move on I, to someone that I legitimately. I legitimately popped like a little kid when his music hit. I, I yeah, I, I really didn't expect him to feud with a guy that high already. Like, you know, I figured they would take some time with it. I figured they would, you know. I, I didn't think he'd move on this quickly to a guy like MJF. So No, I didn't either, because I mean, do you have MJF beat CM Punk? Man. What a rub that would be. <laughs> No, I was thinking about it today while I was working, Ryan. If you have CM Punk get beat by MJF and you have Ryan Danielson get beat by uh, uh, Adam Page, if you have that happen, you know, they're both coming off of losses, okay? Let's say that'd be by like May. Right, is uh May is their big paper year at double or nothing, somewhere around there, yeah. Yeah, so you lead up to this, okay? So you have MJF getting a humongous win over CM Punk, Adam Page getting a humongous win over Brian Danielson, and then at uh double or nothing, you have MJF versus Page for the title, who are going to be both be on these monster rolls. Be a great, great build. And then you have a huge money match of CM Punk versus Brian Danielson. What do you think? Yeah. I I don't know. I have a bad feeling that Punk's gonna win. Um I don't see it. I hope they put MJF over. They need to put MJF over. They need to put Hangman over and Punk and Brian. Or, I mean, they still can wrestle, but, you know. I don't but, think – I think Brian and Punk are going to tell them that they need to lose. <laughs> hopefully. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think they want to. I don't think they want the title. I don't think they want, like, you know, to win and be main eventers. And I think they just want to wrestle and have good matches and tell good stories. <laughs> so, you're muted, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> I said, I think they just want to uh, 
uh, put people over and give back to the business, you know? Yeah, yeah. I think that's um, where their roles. The only other thing that happened on the show of Wharton Note was Jay Lethal made his in-ring debut against Sammy Guevara for the TNT title, and he lost. <laughs> yeah, what's up with that? I, th- I figured it'd go to a time limit draw, but I guess they can't have everybody that comes into the company go to a time limit draw. That'd get kind of old. You know? Yeah. Um, and I, I wanted to touch on New Japan, but we're going really long. Um, yeah, that New Japan show was crazy. Uh, there was a lot of wrestling. There's so much going on. I. <laughs> Wrestling is insane right now. Uh, the Battle in the Valley was the show. The The big things that happened was a very good match between um, uh, the Rainmaker. I can't why I cannot think of his name. Uh, Okada. Okada defeated Buddy Matthews in a very good match. Um, yeah. But the big thing here is that uh, formerly known as God, what? My brain just went on vacation. Jonah Rock. Yeah, Jonah made his debut by beating up uh, Juice Robinson and Moose. Well, he didn't beat up Moose. He got in Moose's face, and then Moose left. And then he, then yeah, he beat yeah. up Juice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you have Impact and, uh, you know, New Japan. And, uh, yeah, they're all just – it's insane, dude. Wrestling's crazy right now. Yeah. All these companies are working together. Yeah. Um, and then Ishii won the Never Open Weight title. So that that's what's happened on that show. It was a, that was a good show, too. Um, yeah, he had that belt on Dynamite. Yep. Uh, then MLW had their War Chamber paper show, which was just one match. Uh, it was the War Chamber match. It was a cluster. It was a terrible match. It was not very good. Um the Hammerheads, which was Hammerstone, EJ and Duco, Richard Holiday, Savio Vega, and a mystery opponent took on Contra. The mystery partner ended up being uh, Jeff Cobb, who was under, he came out under Matanza again. Yeah, that's who he was in uh, yes. Lucha Underground. It was or, really cool. Not Lucha Underground. Yeah. yeah. It was yeah, really cool. Right. And then they just called him Jeff Cobb. So I guess he's Jeff Cobb. I have no idea what the freaking name is. <laughs> Um, I don't know what his gimmick's actually going to be in, in MLW or if it was a one-off. Who knows? Yeah, I think it was a one-off because he is still signed with New New, uh, New Japan. Yeah. Uh, but they beat uh, Contra. Um, and then after Contra kind of had an implosion with then, I don't know, Jacob Patu against turned face? Kind of. Um, so but, you this know. This was terrible. This, this match. This a terrible match. But, okay. <laughs> You're, I can't hear you. Two rings with. I I can't hear you. I can't hear you. <laughs> I don't know what happened. Um, well, oh, he, I connected uh, to my wife's car. Oh, okay. <laughs> but they had they had ten people in this one cage, and they have a their ring is tiny too. Yeah, fifteen by fifteen feet. It's, you could they, they, 
Yeah, they had ten people plus a referee plus a cameraman was in the in the ring with them. I mean, what are you supposed to do in that? It was so terrible. Um, this, I, I still have no idea. This was taped back in freaking like August, and they're just I don't know how. It. I I know all these guys that are in MLW can be booked other other places, but. Why would you want to be an MLW? You know, you know, like their booking is so off the wall. Like, you don't ever know when you're wrestling or how well, long. Like I said, they they had they taped like twelve matches that have been on TV for like the last four months all at one time, and then so I don't know. And they're going to Mexico, I guess, at some point to do something next month, but that probably won't air till freaking March. Yeah, I don't know. It's bizarre. I want MLW to get bigger and impact and NWA. Yeah. Just so people have places to go and it's more competition, you know? Well, NWA, if you're an older guy, um, you got you got a, you got an opportunity over there, buddy. <laughs> yeah, John Moore John Morrison might head there. I don't know. Uh I mean, you look at who's over there. I mean, good God, they've got <laughs> Mike Knox is there now. Yeah. Uh uh, what happened on NXT UK? Oh, fuck, dude. I don't even remember. <laughs> Let me look it up real quick. Um, NXT UK. Uh, we started off with A-Kid defeating Sam Gradwell via submission. Um, Aaliyah James beat Nina Samuels. Um, Kenny Williams defeated Saxon Huxley. And then Tioman and Rohan Rajah defeated Mark Coffey and Wolfgang. And then Charlie Dempsey came out and uh, helped Tioman and Rohan Rajah. So Tioman's stable, I guess, has grown a little bit. Yeah, this their their shows have been kind of so so lately, which yeah. really bums me out because it was one of the best shows my... too. And then now it's yeah yeah. Telling you, man, wrestling's going down. It, it as a whole, like, WWE wrestling, at least WWE. But, um, yeah, Impact had um Suzuki uh, versus Alexander as their main event. Um, yeah, this that was an okay match. Uh, the only really crazy thing out of that match was uh, uh, Alexander won, and he won with the damn C four J driller, which was insane on. Poor old Suzuki. Um, but this show had way, way too much backstage segments and talking. Like it, I think there was there like five matches on this show and they were really short and yeah, not was, good. Luke yeah. Gallows, Luke Gallows had a really bad match against uh Hikaleo because they're two big guys that can't, I don't know, it didn't gel very well. And Hikaleo hasn't been wrestling a long time and it was not a great match. Uh, and then you had uh, uh, Luke Gallows won that clean, which I was like, what the hell? And then uh, you had a women's tag team match that went really short, like three minutes short, with Man. the Iconics beating the bri evil bridesmaids or undead bridesmaids or whatever they're called. You know, they, they all complained in WWE that they didn't get to wrestle very long. And then they go to Impact, and they still don't get to wrestle very long. Yeah. Um, apparently Kurt Hawkins 
whatever his name is now. Uh, yeah. He uh, dumped his dumped his little lackey, gave him a concerto of all things. Apparently, that's the thing to do now. Apparently. Um, and uh, the other big things out of here. Uh, turning points coming up. Yeah, they this have eleven weekend. fucking matches on this show. And it's not even a pay-per-view. I think it's just one it's of those special. specials. Yeah. Uh, they'll be doing it. Jordan Grace versus Chelsea Green for the Digital Media Championship. Uh, Finn Juice will take on Decay. Trey Miguel will defend the Exhibition title against Laredo Kid and Steve Macklin. The Inspiration will defend the tag team titles against Decay. It's weird having two Decays. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mickey James will defend the knockout title against Mercedes Martinez. Moose and Eddie Edwards will battle for the world title and full medal mayhem. The Good Brothers will defend the World Tag Titles against the Bullet Club. Matt Cardona will take on W. Morrissey. Saban will take on Ace Austin. Heath and Rhino will take on Violent by Design. And Rich Swan will take on Brian Myers. I mean, might be a decent pay-per-view, but... It's weird. I'm, I don't know. I'm hoping Impact keeps getting better. I hope they keep getting bigger, bigger, getting better, and having getting signed in these more new people and... Make right. it happen, man. I mean, they did make a signing because apparently the demon is now in, in impact. So there you go. They made a signing. They brought the demon. I mean, come on. <laughs> I feel like that was just a slap in my face. And I thought it was a one-off. I was like, he's just there for Bound for Glory. He was going to be in the battle row. But he's been on the show every week since then. Like, what are they doing? They they take two steps forward and eight steps back. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, let's see here. We had. Uh, well, I guess that's everything. Yeah, I think we covered most of it. We didn't cover Raw and SmackDown. That didn't fucking matter. So. And. Um, basically, Raw and SmackDown are building two stuff. After Survivor Series. They're not doing a pay per view in December either, because yeah. they're doing that January first pay per view. So they're not doing a pay-per-view in December. So they're not having another pay-per-view until January 1st. So they're going to be building these storylines for a while now. Yeah, but it's like why? Like almost everything that they're doing is built towards yeah. after Survivor Series. And it's like you, you realize Survivor Series is still here, right? They don't even care about it. They don't care about it. It's dumb. Um, yeah, uh, just real quick. Apparently, NXT 2.0 has given up on the, Yay, the Mei Ying character. Um she, Karen Q, who played the character, has got a new ring name, and her new ring name is uh, Wendy Chu. Oh my god! You know, let's just go right in on that racial stereotype, man. Well, not only that, not only that, but Ryan, how can you? Not only do you release these wrestlers, I, we're almost done, people. Trust me, I know this has been a long one. Not only do you release these wrestlers, which make people not want to watch because it's like, if you guys don't get because there's no explanation. If you don't watch the dirt sheets, if you're just a general audience member and you're like, wow, this hit road group, they're pretty cool. What are they going to do next week? Where are they at? Oh, they're gone forever. Like, where did they go? Who knows? And then like all these people getting called up from NXT or let go or names changed to these gimmicks. Like, how are you supposed to get invested in any of this with when you think it all gets changed on a whim? Like, yeah, with no with no explanation. Yeah, 
I couldn't imagine being like being a fan right now and not knowing about the dirt sheets, like, just watching being a casual it. Casual fan who doesn't watch, doesn't know anything, they don't follow anything on yeah. Twitter, they just watch like, the shows. Yeah, you'd be so lost. Yeah, because you'd be. How could you follow this shit? You'd be so lost. Hit Row, who was having a segment with Sami Zayn last week, are no longer around. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's so crazy how quickly <laughs> it went from Hit Row is going to be great. They don't need B Fab. They're fine without her. They're a top act, too. They're all fired. Oh, my God. Oh. I just can't watch it anymore, Ryan. I, I'm sorry. I I'll, I'll look up the highlights or see the results, but I, I cannot follow WWE anymore. They have lost me, which sucks because I've been a fan since I was, like, three years old. Yeah. My whole life I've been a fan of WWE. And they've just they've, – they've turned me off, dude. They've lost me completely. What can they do? I, I, and again, for people like that who have left, how do you gain the trust back? How do you go? How do you get people to watch again that have quit? It, you know, that's the thing is like all those all those old people that left whenever they bought WCW, all those fans of WCW never came back, and now all the fans of these guys that Triple H helped build are gone. They ain't coming back. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're not getting them back. They better be happy with that 1.5 on Raw because that's all they're getting. They they ain't going back up. It's only downhill from here. Yeah. But I think that's going to do it, guys. This one's been a little over an hour. Been a while. This has been a good This has been a long one. Um, Yeah, we had so much happen in the last week, so we had to go a little long here. There were so many pay-per-views and shows and stuff going on that this was crazy. Um, yeah. Thank you for listening. We have some cool stuff coming. Um, I don't really want to say until it's official, um, but we should have some very cool things happening here in the future. Hopefully, we got a, we got something pretty pretty fucking cool lined up that I hope you people will enjoy. Uh, so I'm just going to tease that because I can't. I'm not going to officially say anything until we, you know, lock it down. Um, but yeah, we got some cool stuff lined up for this podcast. So if you do enjoy it. Please hit the follow, subscribe button, or whatever, or share this thing around. Um, also, if you missed, you can tune in to the sports and the video game podcast that we did earlier in the week, um, that we do every week as well. Uh, follow all the social media uh, at Sabrai Ent to follow along with my shenanigans and all that fun stuff. As always, I thank you for listening. We thank you for listening. Uh, thank you for Nathan and for Jeff. I am Ryan, reminding you. To always score if you can, save if you must, but always suplex when necessary. Later.